Welcome to this week's Priority Now podcast, encouraging women to become better disciples of Jesus. Every week we hear from women just like us that are being intentional to know Jesus more and to make Him known. Here's your host, Carmen Halsey. Hi, ladies, and welcome to this week's Priority Now podcast. Back with us today is Miss Jacqueline Scott. Good morning, Jacqueline. Good morning. It's so good to talk to you, friend. I know we got to catch up a little bit last week, which is why I invited you back into the podcast. A lot of the ladies know you, but there might be a few who do not. So tell the ladies just a little bit about yourself. Um, I want them to get a picture of, you know, where you live, where you're retired from, kind of what makes Jacqueline unique, your unique God story, so they can get a context for some of where we're going to go in the in the conversation. Okay, my name is Jacqueline Scott. I reside in Harrisburg, Illinois. I am a grandmother, and I'm also a great-grandmother. And and there's no shame in my game. I'm actually <laughs> proud of it. It's, it's amazing what you do with those little great, oh, it's like the teaching continues. But I worked with the Illinois Department of Human Services for 33 years and retired in 2012. And I kind of stretched the word retired because I actually did not. I thought as long as I am moving and breathing and uh, the Lord must have something else for me to do. So I started working at the Harrisburg Medical Center uh, as a financial counselor, loved it, loved it. And then I just thought, well, you know, maybe I'm going to try this retirement thing again. Well, that's not for me. So I actually am still working as a contact tracer with the Egyptian health department. But honestly, through all of this, I have just had a strong passion through all the years of, of just sharing Christ with others, encouraging them to run the race. And that's probably been uh, more passionate in my life than than anything. Just, um, you know, just sharing my life with others and encouraging them to to, you know, we can do this. We can do mm-hmm. this in Christ. We are new and we can run the race. We can press on. And I just want to be at Barnabas and, and help women to 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 know that it's it is a struggle. Mm-hmm. but uh, he's already done all the work. So mm, that's good. That's good. Okay, Jacqueline, um, I just want to kind of dig right in to where, where I want to go with today's conversation. God has positioned you. He's platformed you. You you love his word. You love to teach his word. You love to connect women to his word. And so we knew that Jacqueline. I knew that Jacqueline. But also, I know last year, especially during when we were all shut in last spring, when we were all shut in our houses, you know, with the pandemic, I know you and I touched base a couple different times on the phone and had lengthy conversations. And there, there were times I didn't I didn't enter that conversation with something in mind, but God quickly redirected the conversation. And, and I would ask you to basically, as Andy Stanley would say, can I borrow your map? You had walked some similar road that I was walking. And I wanted to I wanted to learn from you and I could trust you so I could be very transparent with some feelings that I was having that were new feelings for me that I just didn't know what to do with. And uh, I wanted to reject them. I didn't know if I I didn't know what to do with them. And you helped me to be able to to process that um, by sharing some of your own map. And, And that was very helpful to me today. I want to ask you to share some more of your map 
with the ladies that are listening in because you're grounded, Jacqueline. You're a godly woman. You're grounded. You're seeking God. We talked about abide at priority. You abide. But something is different. God is taking you deeper this past year. And there's something different that's happening in your life. And you've shared a little bit of that with me. Um, And that's what I want to have a chance to be able to share to the women across our state. Because I believe, Jacqueline, this isn't just happening to you. I believe that there's a lot of women, me including, that we're just sensing it. I I say it's new wineskin. I believe God is doing something new and something fresh. And it's the same message, but he's expressing it differently right now or getting ready to express it differently through our lives. And I want you to share a little bit about what God's doing in your life, because I think it'll help the women listening in to be able to say, I know what she's talking about and maybe affirm back to them, not that they need you to affirm it for them, but I just sense God may use you and your story to affirm back to some of the other ones like, that's God, or this is how I could handle that. So so jump right in there, friend, and share for us some of what, what God is doing in your life and your own personal journey right now. First, there's a couple of scriptures that can kind of lay the groundwork for, for, for what I'm experiencing. I shared with you that I've been going through the study on, on the identity of who I am in Christ. And, and, you know, we, you know, many times we'll, we'll read a scripture and we'll go, mm, that's good. That's good. And, and we can, we receive it with our head, but often it doesn't migrate down to the heart to where it is sealed and protected uh, because the heart is actually the center. The heart is that reasoning place where we determine, yes, I can stand on that. I can hold that. I own that. The scripture that, that, that since we talked has really been kind of going back and forth in my mind is the one, I think it's in Acts. I think I wrote it down in Acts 22, where it says, it is in him that I live, move, and I have my being. And so I was, I was saying, okay, Lord, I'm being, I am, I'm existing in you. That means I'm lost. I'm so immersed in you, consumed by you, that it is no longer I that live, but you that live through me. So I, I'm interacting with the spirit. And I'm thinking, what does that mean? The other day I explained to you that the Lord said to me, I want you to worship me, serve me, love me outside of your race and outside of your gender. And what I'm understanding is These roles that I have are are simply appendages or attachments to glorify him through that process. And I understand to be is just to be. It's not so much the doing for Christ, but it's actually being in him, allowing the Holy Spirit to operate through me in such a way that I cannot but help but say it was him that did that to where I can take no credit. Remember, Paul says, I boast in Christ. That is my only boast. And the reason Paul could say, imitate me as I imitate Christ. The other day you mentioned something about being a model. A model is a like a smaller representation of something. We are to be his model. But while being his model, we, we take no glory upon ourselves. We take no glory. The whole idea is to, as we are so immersed in him and abiding in him, remember uh, he said, Father, they are in me. I am in you and they are in us. We are lost in Christ. So what we're performing as a godly woman, a godly wife, 
a godly mother. Remember the emphasis is on the godly part of your role. What we've often done is taken the identity of wife or mother or whatever and elevated that unintentionally, understanding that as a godly wife, we are giving glory to God. He's going to bring that back through us and have us operate through that role so that he can be glorified. Mm. Not the other way around. Mm -hmm. But Jacqueline, here's my question. Share your map. When we are living those lives and we are spending time with God and just being, and he is doing something through us and his name is being high and lifted up. Can we be honest? It feels good. There's a oh, lot absolutely. of feel good moments in that. Absolutely. And sometimes yes. it's it's hard That's to what just keep going. It does. It does. <laughs> but there is a tension there, girl. There is a tension there. And that's where I often struggles with that tension. Am I feeling good because he's being glorified and this is a byproduct or am I bringing the, the light back to Carmen? Do you, do you, do you see that tension that, that goes there? How do you discern that in your life, Jacqueline? Well, because we have to understand that we are flesh and, you know, the word reminds us to not gratify the flesh. But the Lord wants you to be encouraged. He wants you to hear right now, not in the high sky by and by good and faithful servant. Well done. You want to hear that now because that spurns us on. In other words, you are in the will of my spirit. You have not grieved or quenched him. He is operating through you. So you're in a good place. So therefore, I want you to continue doing what you're doing. Mm -hmm. See, so at the same time, he's giving you enough to be encouraged. But yet you are mindful because the spirit is teaching you and showing you that he is to be praised above all things. First and foremost, you'll get your perks. You'll get your perks and because that's going to that's that's why it's such good news. That's why, you mm -hmm. know, he says, taste and see that I'm good, because when you start tasting and feeding off the Lord and 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 you know that it's coming directly from the throne is coming directly from him through the unction of the spirit. You got to tell you got to tell. Didn't mm -hmm. Peter say, I can't help but tell. Didn't Elijah say it was like fire caught up in my bones when something is that fabulous and exciting? It's a natural part of life. Mm -hmm. You're going to tell somebody. Mm -hmm. And I believe that part of what we have problems with women sharing the gospel is because they're not sure of who they are in him or what they're actually talking about. Mm. Really, they're not. You know, sometimes we think, well, the pastor is really the, the one that needs to share with that person or the whatever needs to share with that person. I talked with the ladies the other night about if your child is wanting to make a decision uh, and you know of that, your child's eight or nine years old and he or she's talked with you about some things that are going on in his heart that he's heard. I said, do you feel you need to call someone else to come to talk with your child? Can you lead your child to Christ? I was amazed at people thought that they had to call the pastor to mm -hmm. lead their child to Christ. That should not be. He is living in you, abiding in you. Mm -hmm. You know him. You are the one that should be able to share that with your with your child. That's what I'm talking about is through the operation process of letting the spirit do in you as he decides. And I don't think we we acknowledge him enough. Amen. And Amen. That 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 has to be done in us, bringing us into that new creature in Christ mm -hmm. is the Holy Spirit. 
you know, and, and that's what I meant about the manipulation of the process that actually stymies it. Because if we feel like we can do something to be a better Christian, it's not going to happen. That's where we're going to fall. Because, see, that's from the enemy making you think that you still have a fraction of your salvation. That somehow or another you have a part in, in salvation. No, you don't. Your part is to accept the offer. That's it. He did everything that is to be done. When he said it is finished, it's finished. Mm-hmm. He that began a good work, it's completed in you at the same time because he is Alpha and Omega. He's not like us. So mm-hmm. everything that needed to be done to restore and reconcile you to the Father, to the Holy One has been done through Christ. So mm-hmm. what I'm saying is all that energy that we use in working for mm-hmm. him. Make sure he's operating through you, calling you to do what he's assigned Mm -hmm. instead of thinking that we just need a body in that position. Let him do what he's uh, he's called you to do that way, Carmen. I don't have to compete or compare with you and I don't have to be on proof status to my girlfriends that I'm the real deal. I can be comfortable in who he's who he is in me. Because Amen. I'm confident in my identity. Amen. That's, that is such a freedom. Oh, girl, that's rich. That is so rich. And we don't get there overnight. We don't no. get to that point overnight, which is why, ladies, this is the community. You're seeing it lived out, why we need to be living in community with each other. And that's where there's room for you in the Illinois Baptist Women community. We're not called to do this alone. And it's not just sharing a resource like a recipe to do some specific ministry. It's this. It's doing the life with a sister to say, this is what God's doing in. And and just like you're hearing Jacqueline and I demonstrate, pouring back into the lives of other people and asking hard questions and, and just celebrating. So if you're not connected with us, get connected. Um, you know, find us on Facebook at Illinois Baptist Women. You can find us on Instagram at, at Illinois Baptist Women or check us out on our website at ibsa.org backslash women. We want you to be part of this neighborhood, part of this community, because we need the support of each other. And like Jacqueline said, Paul said, imitate me. I'm imitating Christ. Girls, imitate Jacqueline because she's imitating Christ. And you just heard her. She can say that in confidence because she just shared her identity is in Christ. And there's a confidence that comes out of that. But man, when somebody can find that and pour that back in, that's why I reach out to her and say, I need, I need, I need, I need a few minutes with you. I need you, you know, I need you to speak some stuff back into me or, or listen, you know, in that safe place. That's what we do in the community. That that's who we are. Jacqueline, um, we're going to we're going to wind down here in a minute, but I want you to specifically share with us the call that you're sensing on your life right now. It's a very specific call that you shared with me that God was telling you, this is what I'm going to do through you or, you know, and, and it opened your eyes. I mean, I think it caught your attention because it's definitely, definitely taking you different direction for this season of your season of your life. As I look about the things that are happening in our world, such unrest, at first when the Lord said to me, I want you to to serve me, worship me outside of your race and gender, I didn't understand that at first. And of course, he will not leave a thing. He will continue to bring it back to mind. And then I realized that with my, you know, I am a female in a black earth suit. And I realized what he was saying to me is if I operate my faith, my Christianity through those roles, I'm going to draw boundary line. I'm going to say, well, that's not suitable for a female. That's that probably calls for a male. 
or if, if he says, I want you to do this, I'm saying, well, I'm not sure that's acceptable for a, a, a person with, with black pigmentation. Those are actually boundaries mm -hmm. and that we often will subliminally set them up ourselves. But remember, in Christ, all things are free. And so as I look around, I'm asking the Lord, I want to make sure that I'm operating out of knowing you, strictly knowing you, not knowing you as how I'm going to reach the black population or not or knowing you because of how I'm going to reach the female population, but operating as your child that's almost opaque, that almost has no color, has no gender. I want to operate in that way. And that's what I believe he's calling me to do. So what I find myself doing is actually looking at these um, at these factions and saying, OK, Lord, how do I introduce a Jesus who's no respecter of persons mm -hmm. into this into this dialogue? That, that's where my heart is, Carmen. Mm -hmm. I want to be able to. Uh, reach out to people that are struggling right now because they're looking at things on the media and they're feeling like they're drawing sides. And as God's people, they don't know how to merge it. You know what I'm saying? Because I believe I, I we've do. got people being in our pews and being like people that are like us. We're not challenged. So uh -huh. we almost separate ourselves from the world and say things like, well, you know what, we're not, the Bible says we're in the world, but not of it. But no, are we not to go and baptize yeah. and teach, as it says in Matthew Absolutely. 28? Well, in order to do that, shouldn't we be aware of what's going on and be able to reach out to those people that are struggling? Yeah. Just, you know what I'm saying? We yes. have the answer. So yes. that's the calling that I'm feeling. Yeah. I want to be understanding, but yet I want to present that Christ that does not have a color, that is no respecter persons, that, yeah. you know, and we see from his own example that he reached out to women. He talked to a woman that yeah. wasn't supposed to be around. Do you see what I'm saying? Absolutely. He is our model. Yeah. He is our model. Absolutely. You know, Jacqueline, as you talk, I, I think of Paul in First Corinthians, right? I'll be all things to all people. And he Amen. could do that because of his freedom, the freedom that he had in Christ, that confidence that you're describing. And that's why I think it's so, man, I think it's powerful when you reached out and said, Carmen, this is what God's doing in my life. This is what he's telling me. But you realized, you you told me, you said, Carmen, I'm holding myself back. And I'm realizing I've been trained. I've been equipped to live in these boundaries. I've been trained and equipped. And, you know, and, and because of that, it's become who you are, you know, and, yes. and, and he is saying, we're, we're moving out. And, and like I said, I know who you are, Jacqueline. I know how you spent time with God. I know how you've been abiding. So it's, I think God's doing something so fresh and I don't think it's just in you. And I'm just so reminded, um, you know, ladies, if you're listening, if you've not had a chance to listen to any of Priscilla Shire's Elijah study, her new Elijah study, it's excellent, excellent. And it's so current, you know, I mean, she finished writing it after the loss of her mama, after her um, surgery, you know, where she had, you know, had the, the cancer of her own and had partial lung removal in the middle of the pandemic. So it's so real. And, you know, what she says in there, Jacqueline, is we need the Elijahs because like Elijah, Elijah had to step out, but the people he was stepping out from was his own people and not mm. necessarily the color of his skin. He was talking his the believers. He And, you know, and he looked at him and he said, guys, you're confused. 
decide for yourself today who you you know who you're going to serve but you got to quit wavering back and forth and back and forth but he had to step out from his own people you know and and that's what i hear you describing and and i think about that and it's so rich what the way she unpacked that you know in that mount carmel experience he had to rebuild the altar he couldn't make the sacrifice until he rebuilt the altar and some of us need to go back and man we need to rebuild the altar and then i go mm-hmm. to paul right in 12 1 he says what put ourselves on the altar we're the sacrifice we're the sacrifice and that's what i see you doing fresh and and i and i want to spotlight that ladies i want you to see what he's doing in jacqueline's life because he's doing it in your life too and he's doing it in my life too but sometimes it's so hard to embrace that because that well that's the enemy right we but, but when it's hard to embrace it that's the very thought that we need to take captive to god and say god this is what i'm feeling but like like priscilla said when we're on the altar, Elijah told him what? What do you turn around to him? You put the sacrifice there, but don't you light the flame? Don't mm. you light the flame? And then he said, I'm going to put mine here, but I'm not going to light the flame. And he said, what? The God that lights the flame, the God. And, and you know, he said, that is the true God. And that was what Priscilla was saying. So many times, Jacqueline, we put ourselves on the altar, but we bring with it what we're going to do for God. And we light mm. the flame and we wonder why it burns up. Because we're the one that lit the flame. Don't let that be us. But Jacqueline, I feel like God is doing something so fresh. So when you shared that with me, that's why I wanted you to come and share with the women today, too. Um, Because I believe it's not just you that are stuck in some roles that we wear, hats that we wear, or identities. And, you know, I love how you say I'm, I'm in a black earth suit. You know, some of us are in a, um, a cancer earth suit and some of us are in a bankruptcy earth suit and some of us are in a divorce earth suit and some of us are in a widow earth suit and some of us are in a motherless earth suit and some of us are in a and fill in the blank. But man, that's exactly where the enemy that we're letting that ladies, if I can just be real with you and I'm pleading with you guys right today, that is not who you are. When God lives in you, that is not your identity. It happens to be a season that God has entrusted to you or a gift he's given you. And you may never understand the why this side of heaven, but we trust him and we walk with him and we give it to him and we abide with him. And the God that lives in us is who comes out of us. And transforms us and he will waste nothing but so many of us just like an addict have trouble walking away from something because at least we think we know who we are there and sometimes we're scared to embrace what Amen. god wants to do through us we're scared of ourselves if you can be encouraged today girls get on the altar let god bring the flame sometimes you know what when i get on the altar jacqueline i just got to tie myself down because when the going gets too tough i'm tempted to crawl off so i need to go with the mindset (laughs) that i'm not going anywhere hold me on here and i think that's what we do for each other jacqueline that's what you've done for me you're like you're not going nowhere carmen keep yourself on that altar because you helped me to see what god's doing in my life and i hope i can be that mirror to help you see what god's doing in yours and i hope we can be that maybe for a woman that's listening today they know they're on the altar they know god's doing something different they know he's lighting the flame but they're looking for somebody besides god to give them affirmation of that that's right and the one thing that i would encourage the ladies to to ask of the lord and and that's what I've learned to do because I won't say that I haven't had those times when I'm going, Lord, I don't understand why, you know, at the the death of my husband, 
And then within yeah. six weeks, the death of my father. And and I, I learned, okay, this is happening to me, Lord, which means that you do one of two things. You allow or you abort. And since this has been allowed by you, because all control is in you, it's not in the enemy, it's in yeah. you. What do you want me to do through this, this that's happening to me to give you glory? Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, that took me a while of stretching to be able to get to that point to where instead of wanting some cheese with that wine that I could say to him, how can you be glorified through this that I am experiencing? How can I glorify you? Because then what that does is take me out of the way. Amen. That That's such a good word. That's such a good word. Jacqueline, thank you so much for joining me today and sharing with the ladies. It's been wonderful. I thank you for asking me and, and my encouragement is to the ladies, just know who you are in him and let him do the rest. Praise God. Praise God. Ordinary women with an extraordinary God. So that's awesome. Ladies, I'm going to put Jacqueline's contact information in the episode notes. Um, she's more than willing for you to reach out. Ladies, if you're processing some things that God's doing in your life and and something you've heard Jacqueline said is is um, hit a nerve or you'd like to unpack that with somebody, reach out to us. That's what we're here for, you know, um, because sometimes we just need that safe place. And I can end with that, Jacqueline, because I can talk all day. So I'll say this. Thank you, girls, <laughs> right. for okay. joining us today. We'll see you back here next week on the Priority okay. Now podcast. You've been listening to the Priority Now podcast with host Carmen Halsey. Resources mentioned today are listed in the episode notes in the podcast app. Stay connected with us through social media and our website, ibsa.org women.